Welcome everybody to another episode of Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything that you're called to be. We got another episode for you, and this one I'm excited for is actually a question from a listener. I have to read this soon, but before we get there, if you've been a listener for a long time, we love you so much. Thank you so much for supporting us. And if you're somebody who's new, we got to let you know the only reason that we're here, we got one reason and one reason only, so that we're all strong. Striving to become high performers with higher values operating in our highest nature. So we hope this content is good and nourishing and lovely and fruitful to you. And if you like this content, do a couple of things for us. One, follow us on socials. Tag us at Imagine Faith Talk. Also, go on. Also, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Doesn't matter where. If you listen to it there, subscribe there. And also, if you write a review... Please rate us five stars. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you like the podcast. (laughs) Also, subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Rate us. And also, we'd love to hear from you. Write a review. Comment on socials. We definitely want to shout you out. And speaking of shouting people out on social, on our Instagram, there was this comment I feel like we want to share with everybody because it impacted me when I read it. So this is from God and Gigs, which is a podcast that we might partner with one day. We don't know. Okay. But they said something that was really great. They said, such a great reminder. God is truly the ultimate know-it-all. And in a world where many of us feel like we should have the handle on everything and endure the stress that results... This is a freeing concept. They were commenting on the video where we talked about how we're partnered with God, who is the know-it-all, the, the starter and the finisher of our faith, who knows it all. So we don't have to walk around trying to know it all. I just need to know what I need to know in this season. And he gives me that through his spirit. And they were talking about how that is so much of a life hack. So it's freeing. It's a freeing concept is what they said. God and gigs, that's the goal, to get free, to walk out this life full of purpose and power. Yeah, so absolutely yeah, God gives, we love y'all, man. Man, thank y'all. Thank you so much for that comment, man. We love shouting out this community. We love y'all so much. And Donovan, yes, let's sir. get to this question, man. First yeah, of all, how are you doing? This. How's your day? I haven't seen you in a minute. Man, uh, it's good, man. It was good seeing you at the birthday function. Um, and it was just good, man. I got a chance to hang out with Core, uh, our producer back there, man. That it's just it's good to connect with the people that I that I care about. And that that doesn't happen as often I would like for it to, but I'm working on it. So, man, I'm I'm doing good. I'm in the middle of a fast right now. And, um, yeah, I'm just ready to see what God's going to say through me on this episode. Hey, man, I feel that. Let's get into it. So we got this amazing question through this guy named Aaron Bivolovic who lives in Germany. And, honestly, I read this thing and I said, I have to ask this question on the show. And I asked him for permission and he said it was okay. So I'm going to read this question because I think it's something that... I've been through, Donovan's been through, a lot of us have been through, and a lot of us might be going through right now. So I'm going to read this question right here. I'm 24, currently writing my bachelor's thesis in business IT. First of all, congrats, bro. You you killing that. (laughs) Okay. I honestly picked these studies because I didn't know what to do and personally don't really love business or IT. I am super into gym and bodybuilding and health. I know that God gave me the talent to be super approachable to people and that they like to open up. I love motivating people to get better mentally and physically and also telling them about Jesus. These are the moments where I feel most inspired. I just don't want to sit in an office to get my big money, even though I know I need to work to provide for my future family and might sit in an office for a while until God opens the door for that 
thing for me. I hope you can understand. I just want to do the right thing. What do I do with all of that? Sheesh, bro, that's a, that's a conundrum. And I feel like a lot of us have been in that place where we're trying to take, first of all, thank you for that question. We're trying to take what we know is our heart's desire and our passion and try to figure out how to make that our life's work. But we also know that the world tells us that there are certain things that are necessary, that are practical, that are pragmatic for us to be able to survive. And not, and that's, that's important stuff. I, how do you even start to think through this, man? Listen, man, I think this is easy. This is, this is super easy. First, free your mind. Stop Woo! thinking that if this is my passion and this is my day's work, that they can't blend. Kevin is a perfect example of that. He took two things that shouldn't be together, married them beautifully, and now look at them, you know? And I think that the first thing you must do is free your mind. According to Psalm 77, 19, I believe it's 77, 19, the word says that your way led through the sea, a mm. way that no one knew was there. First things first, brother, free your mind and understand that you may have seen a person who's passionate about people working out and getting their mind together in a certain industry, doing it a certain way, but that doesn't mean it's the only way. You don't know what avenues may be available in the IT world that somehow blend into the fitness world. You yeah. can be the maverick. You could be the onsetter of that. You don't know. It might look a little bit like classical music and, hip and, and beat bop. You don't know. And I say just first things first, free your mind. Dude, I, I love that. It, somebody said this once that I thought was so profound. To what you're saying, right? Um, nothing in your journey is wasted. Mm. And I feel like yeah. if you free your mind, you're going to be able to better clearly see how all of those tools, all those skills, all those talents, God wants to utilize in a way that honors him, but it blends everything in you in a uniquely specific way that is so tailored to your personage who God knows and formed that there might come up something that only you can create on this earth because of it. Right. Yeah. Like I, I agree with you, but like freeing your mind is such a tough thing and being able to balance the demands of right now, in addition to thinking about your future passion, I think it's something that of course is challenging, but when you free your mind and ask God, what, what do you want today? Right. And that you trust him there we enough. Go. Yeah. Cause this is the thing, right? Do you trust him enough to help you show you the way from point A to point B, from point zero to point one? And I feel like when our mind is cluttered, mm. we have a harder time trusting in God that he can take us from point zero to point one. Because I'm literally thinking about everything the world is telling me. I'm literally thinking about everything that my parents may be telling me, that my classmates are telling me that youtube and all of the noise obviously there's good stuff there too but some of the noise that's on there about you're not doing enough you're not doing it like this you're not doing it like that god is the only one that i feel like at least in my life i i have learned that has the path from zero to one and i have to fully trust him that he will show me the way you just said a verse i found this one right here psalm 25 4 through 5 show me your ways lord teach me your paths guide me in your truth and teach me for you are god my savior and my hope is in you all day long you can't do that unless you're still and know that he is god right listen 
It's a partnership, bro. That's what we talk about on the podcast. It's our equation. It's our recipe for success. Personal development plus self, um, self-development. It's our, it's our equation for success. Self-development, personal alignment times faith. The part we need to do when we find ourselves in this so-called conundrum or we find ourselves um, mentally cluttered, write it out. Bible says yeah. to write the vision down, make it plain. Because it's, it's sometimes only cluttered in your mind. Once you write it out, it still may be a little complicated and it still may seem like it's hard to achieve. But once you write it out, you simply circle the things that you can control and everything else is God's responsibility. Yeah. Remember that you're partnered with God. So if you don't see how this can happen, look for opportunities that you know that you can practically initiate and, part, and, and solve on your own and then say, okay, God, this is, what I'm, this is what I'm praying about. Because I, I know that you, I'm aligned with my purpose and my purpose has me in IT, but I also have a passion in the fitness world. So I'm doing a self-development. I'm staying in the gym. I'm getting my certification to be a trainer, but I'm also in school getting my degree in this field. Here's the faith component. I trust you to show me how this works together. So everything that I can't do and I can't control, that's why you're my partner. That's why the vision is bigger than me because you wanted us to do it together. Yeah. So give God his part. Don't just sit in the mystery and become frustrated because you can't do it. You weren't supposed to. Give God his part. Let him do the God thing. You do the human thing. Watch it come to pass. Yeah, that's good. I'm I'm curious what you think about this, right? Because I'm reading this again, right? He doesn't love business or IT, right? I, I have to think about this in my situation a little bit, right? This personal story of, I don't think I left my main thing, which was medicine at the time when I was in college. I didn't leave that until God showed me an open door for me. Thinking about my family background, thinking about where my parents came from, I knew that it would be very difficult for them if I just left Yale and decided to go straight into music with no plan, with no uh, traction, with none of that. I think that was going to be very, very tough for them. And so what God had to do for me was teach me first and foremost, Kevin, I don't want you to do music like everybody else has done it. And I'm going to show you how, and I'm going to show you all these unique things that I put inside of you from the beatboxing, from the, from the cello playing, right? Once I finally understood that, and I also got confirmation from other people like the Yo-Yo Ma's, like KRS-One, and they told me something very similar, that's when I finally felt like God had given me enough information. And that's when I said, you've got to really open this door and show me. And when I finally said that prayer... I said, it, it, it was, it was, it was very clear. Now, Kevin, you can take the next step. But even with that next step, I didn't leave medicine. I didn't leave school. I still focused on what was at hand because I, I, I wonder what you think. Like I think about Joseph in the Bible, or I think about some of these, these people in the Bible, Jesus knew he was going to be the savior, but it took 18 years for him to really develop that. And while he was developing himself as a teacher and whatnot, what have you, he was still doing his carpentry. He was still in that place. David knows he's going to be king, but God still has him in a, sequ- in a certain place. What is the first thing? Once he finds out he's going to be anointed with oil, he goes back into the shepherd's place yeah. and still shepherds his sheep. So I feel like there's this balance of maintaining what you're doing now while still knowing that God maybe has called you into something or praying into that future or experimenting with that future in the time being. 
I would say this, man. I'm not sure if I call it a balance. I'll call it a surrender. Um, and that's simply because of Hebrews 12.11. Hebrews 12.11 says, No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But afterward, there is a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. You may not love what you're doing, but ask God, will you later love what it did to you? Ooh. It's sometimes this development that's happening and it must happen this way. And I may not love the pain or the the sacrifice or the the way that I must give up certain things in the process, but what it's going to yield, I'm going to love that it turned me into a person that could properly steward that. Because yeah. God is about developing your character. You can't just talk about David and not talk about why he had to stay there. There was still continued character and integrity and perspective that needed to be developed in him before he was able to actually put the crown on his own head. You know what I'm saying to you? So there's, a, there's, 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 there's the reason where God said, you know, he looks at the heart. And so the heart was there and the character was being developed. And sometimes we have to look at our own situation and say, I may not want to be here, but what is it doing for my character? How is God developing my heart in this situation for what I believe I'm passionate about? Because that also might change through your development and through your training. You don't know. But being here right now, surrender to the moment and what God is doing, even if it's a mystery, surrender to his plan, his path, like Jesus did in the garden. Not my will, but your will be done. And understand that that's going to do a thing in you that later is going to produce a harvest that you are going to love. Dude, I love that. I mean, with your writing, for example, with like your... Your entrepreneurship, do you feel like you went through that same thing? Because I definitely feel like <laughs> I have constantly. Yeah, man. Um, you know, my, part of my story is that I didn't like living in the basement of a church. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like having to walk to work and getting calluses on my feet. Um, but what it taught me, what it taught me was how to be relentless. If there's something I know that I needed and I didn't have the convenient means to acquire it, would I give up or would I get creative? Oof. And so we, I can't, I, I'm not here talking to you on a podcast about creatives if I never became one through the situation that God put me in to bring about that creativity that he had inside of me. But he had to get me away from convenience so that, so that creativity would have an opportunity to showcase. I've told you plenty of times before when I was going through that hard time of my life, he told me that you'll never know what's within until you have to live without. So he had to put me in a place I didn't necessarily want to be so that I had to start looking at myself and my situation differently. And then my creativity had an opportunity to come forward and say, I know what to do here. This is not an obstacle. This is opportunity. Watch this. Watch this. Because the things that I could reach at in convenience weren't there. Dude, there's something about that where like you gave God an opportunity to really show up. Because yeah. now your story isn't your story. It's a God story. God's like, okay, ah. do you trust me yeah. to do something in your life? And do you trust that I can stretch you and expand you even in this situation? Because yeah. that tool, like you said, that skill set that I'm, I am developing in you or, or with you, you have no idea how that's going to come to play in the future. Like, bro, I studied pre-med. I went to boarding school for, for academia. Like, I'm a musician, right? There's a lot of things where people go, why would you even have to do that? I could have saved hundreds of thousands of dollars from schooling just to pour into this music. But the things that I learned while it was tough, while I didn't necessarily love some of it, oh my goodness, it's been so helpful. 
the time management that I had to learn, right, in schooling. Oh, my goodness. That is the number one thing I have realized. Intentionality. Because I can't do everything with my time. Yeah. I finally learned that in college, so that helped me be so intentional about the time that I do utilize while I'm with my band, right? You know, Aaron... I think there's something about you being in business and IT that you may not love right now, but you have no idea the skills that God is trying to prepare in you so that you would be a force through him to be reckoned with before the service of many more than maybe than you can even see. Like, you know, like Donovan said, maybe you're going to build an app from your business and IT that you can finally scale utilizing everything you know about business and your love of bodybuilding. Like there's a, something so special about that, that it's a different perspective and there's a different paradigm shift that if you see it from that standpoint, maybe the passion will start to come for even what you're learning in business. Maybe there's something you'll, you'll, you'll take from it that gives you, that makes you rise to your highest self every single time you're there. Cause now you're learning out of alignment to the purpose and the passion that you have rather than from looking at it just as the task at hand. This is why we're called Imagine Faith Talk. Imagination has to do with the maybes. There's a maybe, the biblical, scriptural, divine maybe that you're not considering. Maybe you're going to meet your business partner there. Maybe that's why you're there. This is what we mean by weaponizing your imagination. Yeah. Don't use your imagination to think, oh, what's the worst possible thing that can happen? Oh, this is, oh, I'm just going to be here and I have to sit in here because my family's going to need me to make money. That's not proper use of your imagination. Find a scripture to meditate on and see how that starts to color in your imagination, how it starts to drive your imagination. You're like, yo, I've seen stories about Joseph and how he met some people while he was in jail and he was able to utilize his gift in that space. And then at one point they mentioned him to the Pharaoh and then that, that he got a connection and use your imagination like that. Amen. Because why suffer unnecessarily in something that you know that God is working together for your good. If you believe that, then let me use my imagination to maybe this is working together for my good. How could that happen? Creativity. Uh, Wow, I can meet my partner here. Or maybe there's something that happens and they, hey, they branch off and there's a sister company or a brother. Use your imagination that way. This is Imagine Faith Talk. This is where we teach you how to use your imagination to drive you forward towards God's purpose. Yeah, dog. Think, man. I, I I think that's that's the one, and I and I'm and I'm reading this where he said, you know, I'm waiting until God opens the door for that thing for me. It's like, why don't you trust God and put work to your faith now, even while you're currently in business school? That's what I feel like is so beautiful about it, man. Whenever I when God finally showed me I was supposed to go into music, that was the passion. That was the thing that I think was my path, even though I didn't want to do it. The cool thing about what Donovan said was. I had to use my imagination in a completely different way. And I used that imagination to finally make something tangible, even while I was working in school. For example, I put up my first YouTube video. (laughs) That was terrible. Thought I was so cool with my sunglasses and my chubby cheeks. And I'm speaking Chinese and I'm playing cello beatbox into Michael Jackson's uh, uh, Smooth Criminal. But it was cool because I took a first step in faith even though I was still working at my job, which was being a student. While I was taking a year abroad studying Chinese, 
I was still taking time while I was in China to practice that piece, Julio, that I had no idea would be the piece that would finally kind of let the world know who I am in a certain way. And the band Pentatonix would find me. And now we have this amazing career. But that was me working even then my faith while I was still in school. So I wonder if there's small things even now that you can do that allows you to test and see Mm. and taste and know that God is good, good. even with the passions that you have while you're in school. That's good. That's good. Yeah, man. Listen, those are all your answers. Yeah. Aaron. That's it. That's what you do. Aaron, you got this, man. We love you. We're thinking about you, and we are praying for you. Honestly, Donovan, maybe we pray for him right now on the on the podcast. Mm, okay, yeah. Why not? Let's go for it. You want me? You want me? You want me? Grab it. You got it. You got, you got this, man. Your, your eyes were halfway closed. I feel like you were about to start praying, <laughs> I, or fall asleep. One or the other. I'm not sure. Man, well, we'll pray for Aaron, and also pray for any single person that's yeah. going through this same struggle. Because I know yeah. I've been through it. Donovan's been through it. And we are all striving to be high performers with higher values operating in our highest nature. So we're praying for every single one of you out there right now who's thinking about the same thing. Donovan, do the honors, bro. Yeah. Thank you, Father God, that in order to operate in our highest nature, our highest nature is truly to reflect you. It requires us to walk by faith. And we know that without faith, it's impossible to please you. So for anyone who can relate to this story, Father God, I pray, Lord, that we do this first thing and give thanks. Give thanks for right where we are and give thanks that we are connected to the God who created all things and that is working all things together for our good. May we start it all with gratitude that our expectations may be in the right place. We thank you and we give gratitude so that we may remember who you've always been to us, your perfect track record. And then we set our heart on the continuation and the faithfulness of that track record into our present day and our future. Whoever's confused, Father God, I pray that they just let go of that confusion because it's, it's something that we truly can't let go of. I pray that they just grab a hold to your word and just believe, believe that they're walking by faith and not by sight. I pray, Lord, that whoever can relate to this message, Father God, that in this moment, they're, they're doing the practical work. They're going to write down what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. They're going to make it plain. They're going to write down what they're believing. They're going to make it plain. They're going to write down their desires, Father God, make it plain. And as they sit with your Holy Spirit, who brings all the discernment that we need, that they'll get a plan specifically from you, a blueprint from heaven on how to proceed one day at a time. Your word said that a good man's steps were ordered by you. So we thank you that we won't be anxious for anything, but that one step at a time, we're going to trust you knowing that even if it doesn't look right, it's going to end up right. And even if it looks like a dead end, like the children of Israel thought when they reached the sea, that your word said that your way led through the sea, a way that no one knew was there. Fix our minds and our perspectives to begin to see doors where we once saw dead ends. Fix our minds and perspectives, Father God, to see opportunity where we once saw obstacles. We thank you, Father God, that you're, you're stirring up gifts inside of us through obscure situations and circumstances. But in those moments, we're going to trust you even more, trust you even deeper, and be a faithful, good steward right where you, right where you have us. Because your word said, if we're faithful here, we're faithful with the least, you'll make us rule over much. So we thank you. We know it to be done already because you are the author and you've already finished this thing. We have the faith to believe that it's going to be exceedingly abundantly above what we could ask or think. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, man. We love y'all. Y'all rock. And on the next episode, we're actually going to go to part two 
of his question. He actually wrote another question that was still so thought-provoking yeah. that we knew we had to talk about it again. We love y'all, and we want to hear more of your questions. We want to hear more of your comments. Definitely go on our socials, write questions if you have them, because we want to be a helpful resource. And more importantly, we're all learning together. I'm learning from this. Donovan's learning yeah. from this. And we're all trying to learn, once again, to be high performers with higher values operating in our highest nature. We'll see you next time. And remember, love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. Yeah.